Hi, this is your host, Nisa Harris, and you are listening to Shomea Ve'ona Tehillim and Other Hebrew Text Podcast, Episode 106. The following is the recitation of Psalm 96, a.k.a. Perak or Mizmor Tzadik Vav. After the recitation, stay tuned to hear more about this Mizmor. Psalm 96 Shiru Ladonai Shir Chadash Shiru Ladonai Kol Haaretz Shiru Ladonai Barhu Shemo Basru Miyom Leom Yeshuato Sapru Vagoyim Kevodo Bechol Haamim Nif Leotav Ki Gadol Adonai Umehulal Meod Nora Hu Al Kol Elohim Ki Kol Elohei Haamim Elilim Vadonai Shamayim Asa Hod Behadar Lefanav Oz Betiferet Bemik Dasho Havu Ladonai Mishpechot Amim Havu Ladonai Kavod Vaoz Havu Ladonai Kivod Shemo Seu Mincha Uvau Lechatz Rotav Ishtahavu Ladonai Behadrat Kodesh Hilu Mipanav Kol Haaretz Imru Vagoyim Adonai Malach Af Tikon Tevel Bal Timot Yadin Amim Bemei Sharim Yismechu Hashamayim Vitagel Haaretz Yiram Hayam Umlo'o Yaaloz Sadai Bechol Asher Bo Az Yiranenu Kol Atsei Ya'ar Lifnei Adonai Ki Va Ki Va Lishpot Haaretz Yishpot Tevel Betzedek Ve'amim Be'amunato Thank you.
Psalm 96 is another in the 11 consecutive psalms attributed to Moshe. It is also known as, in our prayers to follow Psalm 95 in Kabbalat Shabbat on Friday night to get us in the zone for escorting the Shabbos in. The main theme of the psalm is everyone and everything in the world recognizing Hashem as the most powerful and mighty in the world and all singing praise to him. Side point, Rabbi Yaakov Trump points out the parallels that exist between this psalm and Psalm 29, 98, and 89 if you would like to research further. It's also interesting to note, and I'll touch on more this more later, that we see the word shiru, sing, repeated three times in Pasuk 1 to 2, and then we see the word havu, bring, repeated three times in Pasuk 7 to 8. This psalm is thought to have been sung, um, as it says this psalm, almost identically in Divrei Hayamim Aleph, Perek 17, Psukim 23 to 33, when David Amelech, and then a second attempt later by Asaph, were bringing the Aaron, aka Holy Ark, to the Holy Temple and singing joyously and loudly for all to hear. Or perhaps it was sung simply when people regular people were making their way up to Harhabayit to pay homage to Hashem. Also, we have seen uh, in Psalm 33, Shiru lo shir chadash, and here similarly is the phrase Shiru la Hashem shir chadash. Radak and Rashi, as well as other commentaries, hold that this new song that we sing is the whole world acknowledging that Hashem is the one true God in the world to come at a time where it is clear. You can also listen again to episode 37 for more commentaries on Shir Hadash and see even more for yourself in the text. But in this psalm, in general, there is the idea that everyone and everything has bought in, so to speak. That Hashem is the great beyond praise and he has strength and beauty and will judge all the nations and we are able to be excited about his world and be in awe of he who created it and bring what you have to be given to honor him, etc. Uh, Rabbi Mos Chacham says that when it talks about the other nations here, it's talking about either the ones that currently recognize Hashem or those that will in the future. So at first, coming off of Psalm 95, where you might have been numb and needing some cajoling to join in, to sing, to get you starting to feel something, uh, and it was focused on the nation, the flock, here it seems like the narrator gets it. There's no question. They have bought in, and it's on a more universal scale. But the commentaries all indicate that we should be doing some sort of action to be bringing others along and ensuring that havu, bringing or moving or doing, that you are not simply using your words, but you are putting things into action and showing the world who God is. At first, this comes across as proselytizing to me, but I know our religion doesn't do that. In fact, we almost kind of make it hard to convert ensuring that the person who wants to become Jewish knows how hard it is to keep the commandments to make sure that they don't sin by failing to uphold them once converted. I talked with my husband about this, and he pointed out that we're not trying to convince anyone, but 
if we are worthwhile to emulate, then people will naturally want to follow what we are doing and or acknowledge that who we are following is true and real and good. The Chafetz Chaim explains that the best way to have others join us is by acting in a way that inspires them to see God's glory. But that is a lesson for not just others, I think, but ourselves. Once we start to connect with that feeling and in this psalm seem to be shouting it from the rooftops as though everyone gets it, it's what we do from there that really has the lasting impact. And every day will be a new song. Every day, you might have to start from square one of feeling numb and disconnected. But if you are already in the process of doing and moving, that, what I like to think of as muscle memory, will help you to reconnect. And when you connect from an authentic place, this is what causes you to be a source from which others see you as worthwhile to emulate. And that cycle in itself brings you closer to others and strengthens connections. I was driving today uh, back from an appointment and I haven't been feeling great. Baruch Hashem, negative for COVID. Woohoo! And I was uh, kind of out of it, maybe disconnected even. I came to a left turn with oncoming traffic and apparently missed a window where I could have turned because the guy behind me started honking me and I caught sight of him in my rearview mirror muttering under his breath, not something you see too often in Texas actually. In any case, thankfully my muscle memory moved me to react by meeting his gaze in the rearview mirror, smiling and giving a wave as though to say I'm a person and maybe I made a mistake. Immediately, his grimace disappeared, his shoulders relaxed, and he smiled and gave a wave back, completely disarmed. I recognized that this was a gut reaction, but it was based on the mode I aim to present on a usual basis, namely in this case, helping others see the humanity in others. If I practiced cursing and shouting at people on a daily basis, I could have easily been that person that would have reacted to his honking with a middle finger in the rearview mirror instead and accompanied by honking and shouting. But that is never something I practice or bring to my everyday activity. There's a healthy space for that as well, but I digress. The actions that we help ourselves connect with regularly will not only serve to connect us to the people we interact with, it will help us bring bring us back and sing that new song of who we wish to be, even when we might be starting again from a foggy, disconnected place. May we be able to invest in helpful, positive, healing, beneficial, daily quote, muscle memory building, so that when we feel disconnected, we have that muscle memory to carry us through and help us to reconnect to who we want to be and to who we want to be connected to. The learning and recitation for this week's episode is for the merit of the well-being of all affected by Omicron and 
recommends that schools and facilities and our economy, etc., continue to function well and don't have any negative effects from this strain and surge. Please stay tuned until after this quick break. that you would like to sponsor or if you have any questions please email me at nursenisa1 n-u-r-s-e-n-i-s-a the number one at gmail.com also don't forget to join the facebook group to be aware of upcoming episodes please subscribe and share thank you for joining okay.